Hello everybody! Welcome back to another Jedi Dropouts Productions E3 press conference review. I am your host, Ryan Taylor, and today I'm going to be talking about the first of the press conferences that I got to watch live. Uh, Bethesda, they had their, uh, their big E3 press conference last night. And I uh, now when I say live, I was not there. I was I was in the comfort of my own home streaming it online and live tweeting because I'm live tweeting all these over on Twitter at Shenanigandoff. But uh, let's get into everything that Bethesda announced and revealed and showed off last night in a wonderful, wonderful E3 press conference. I fucking loved it. Um, now before they even showed a single game, they got. Andrew WK up on stage to perform and I mean Andrew WK is basically like fun embodied so uh, that was a really good time I enjoyed that I love that guy um, but the reason they did so is he seems to be the spokesperson for Rage 2 uh, which is going to be uh, released next year uh, in the spring, but uh, they got him up there. He played a song. I'm not sure. I, th I guess from the soundtrack, um, while a little bit of uh, Rage 2 artwork played, and then they jumped right into a full-on gameplay uh, video. Like they they walked through a bunch of gameplay. They sh they talked about the world. They showed a bunch. Uh, uh, Rage 2 looks fucking phenomenal. Um, now this is from Bethesda and Avalanche Studios. Uh, Avalanche Studios uh, made a Mad Max game a few years ago, and this looks like a better version of that. Like I, I'm not—I don't want to insult the Mad Max game. It was good, but it doesn't look this good. This looks like the world of Mad Max meets Doom. Uh, a lot of a lot of fun. Uh, I never played the first Rage. Uh, maybe it is uh, an underrated gem that I missed. But Rage Two looks wonderful. I had no intentions. I had no excitement over this game until I watched that gameplay last night, and like it is high on the list now. Uh, so yeah, Rage Two comes out uh, spring of 2019. Uh, then they got into some Elder Scrolls stuff, not the big, exciting Elder Scrolls stuff. Elder Scrolls Legends, the card game. Um, now, uh, it's not that I wouldn't enjoy this, it's just Hearthstone has too much of my heart to try another uh, online card-based game. But uh, they said they're going to be giving Elder Scrolls Legends a uh, visual overhaul, and that it will now be released in the fall of this year um, and then they talked about Elder Scrolls Online it's not not a game that I've played a lot of but I mean it, it seems to be getting a hell of a lot of content uh, they announced the next two DLC packs for that Wolf Hunter and Merkmire uh, delving into werewolves which I mean werewolves never hurt any franchise and uh, the Merkmire is going to look into the Argonians. Uh, I think I'm pronouncing that right. I'm not. I'm not that well versed in uh, Elder Scrolls, uh, but that looks great. I, I, it's not something I'm probably going to play myself, but um, it's great that they're showing so much support for this franchise. 
Then there was the reveal that got me so excited. Doom Eternal is an actual sequel to uh, the 2016... Is it 2016? Yeah, 2016 Doom uh, reboot, which I fucking loved. And number one, this looks fantastic. Uh, Number two, I'm glad that they're doing another. And I'm glad they didn't call it Doom 2, which is a hefty title to try and live up to. Uh, Doom Eternal looks wonderful, uh, and I'm excited for it. That is basically what I wanted out of this press conference. I know it's not the biggest uh, Bethesda game for a lot of people, but it is the one for me. Uh, And then right after that, they were showing off Quake Champions. I was still kind of in my head over Doom Eternal and not paying as much attention. But uh, when they started showing the gameplay for Quake Champions, uh, I was kind of drawn into that. I, I don't know much about Quake, but that Quake Champions looks like a real throwback multiplayer uh shooter uh it like almost harkens back to the 90s in a way like obviously the graphics look better uh it's a little uh little more modern but i don't know something about the feel of it just it looks like a throwback um which is great so uh who knows it looks like they're getting a a free to play coming up this month i forgot to write down the date for that one uh then they jumped into Prey. Um, there's a new uh, expansion of Prey. I'm not sure if you call them expansion DLC. It's a new game mode called Moon Crash. And they, for the uh, the first of many times, said this is available tonight. Um, which is something you're going to see a lot of this year, it seems like. Um, drink every time, I guess. Moon Crash... Um, I don't know exactly what they were talking about because I'm not that familiar with Prey, but it looks like it's um, sort of a, a highly replayable game mode that makes a, takes a twist on the original game. And then they announced Typhon Hunter, which is going to be a, a game mode based on Prey that essentially sounds like Prop Hunt, if you're familiar with Gary's mod. Um, which, I mean, Prop Hunt's fucking hilarious, so, and with the, uh, with the way that Prey works, I mean, it, it fits really well. Um, and then they got back on the id software train and hyped me up again with a new Wolfenstein, uh, Wolfenstein Youngblood, which apparently stars BJ and Anya's twin daughters, which is exciting for two reasons. Number one... Uh, co-op Wolfenstein is a great idea that is an untapped fucking area uh, number two female protagonists in Wolfenstein two female protagonists in a co-op Wolfenstein I mean f- fucking yes uh, that's coming out next year and this is just a fucking abundance of good ideas um and then, to top off those last couple announcements, Prey and Wolfenstein are both coming to VR, um, which is something that uh, Bethesda has been doing lately. I mean, Doom, Skyrim, Fallout, all these games are, are coming to VR, or sorry, are, are all in VR already, and now they're bringing their other big ones. Um, 
Next, they got into the one that everybody is talking about, Fallout 76. And yes, it is an online multiplayer game. Yes, it is four times the size of Fallout 4, which is fucking huge. And most importantly, it comes out this year, November 14th. I was shocked by that release date. I did not expect it so soon. Um, they showed a ton of gameplay, like a lot of fucking gameplay for this. They they had all these fun little uh, vault tech uh educational videos explaining stuff um, which is always fun I love I love that uh, there was an appearance of a mutant sloth a giant mutant sloth that me and a few friends on Twitter got really excited about because it looked like a lot of fun he should be on the fucking cover of this thing um, Fallout 76 set in Virginia uh, I don't know much about Virginia aside from John Denver lyrics but it looks like a great idea um apparently every single character in the world is going to be a real person online um they're they're going big on this they're going they're they're, they're trying something real different and it seems like a great idea um I'm not the biggest online multiplayer guy, but uh, you know I'm on board for it. I like I like where they're going. I like the ideas they have here, and it seems like it should work. Um, in other Fallout news, Fallout Shelter, again uh, available on PS4 and Switch now. They did they pulled one of those again, but uh, in other mobile news, because Fallout Shelter originally being a mobile game. They're trying the same thing with Elder Scrolls. They released, or they revealed uh, Elder Scrolls Blades, which is a mobile Elder Scrolls game, and it is literally a first-person Elder Scrolls game. It looks like an Elder Scrolls game. It's amazing, actually. Uh, interesting control scheme, uh, dungeons, and, and first-person combat. It looks very, very interesting. It's going to be a free game, and it comes out this fall. Um, and you can pre-order, pre-register for it immediately, and I'm gonna go do that as soon as I finish recording because I want to play that. Uh, yeah, I, I I didn't expect that at all, but it looks great. Uh, next, <laughs> they they pulled such a bait and switch here. It was phenomenal. They they led up to it by saying now the game that everyone is asking about everyone wants to see and then they they showed a little teaser for starfield which is their new ip um it's coming up for next generation consoles so not even xbox one ps4 it's going to be the next wave whenever that comes and everyone had their hopes up about an elder scrolls 6 um and this was what we got and as soon as everyone was disappointed and let their guard down they said oh yeah and then they showed a teaser for Elder Scrolls 6 I mean it was just a title and like an overview of a world but that is enough to hype everybody in that fucking audience um, I mean it's been six years since Skyrim so it's about fucking time we got one but uh, yeah I'm like, they announced for every franchise they own. Rage, Elder Scrolls, Doom, Quake, Prey, Wolfenstein, Fallout, everything. Everything but, what, Evil Within, I think, is all they have left there. 
this was a big fucking press conference for Bethesda. Um, and honestly, my favorite one thus far, uh, I mean, I, this is only the, the third one, but uh, something else I want to touch on. This was the funniest press conference, the most self-aware E3 press conference I've ever seen. Uh, they, when talking about Fallout, they made a joke about apparently our games can be glitchy. Uh, when talking about Rage 2, they, ma- they made a crack at uh, Walmart for leaking it. Um, at one point, they used the phrase fuck Nazis when talking about Wolfenstein. And they, they also, I forgot to mention this, they did a uh, Skyrim parody trailer with Keegan-Michael Key. Uh joking about the amount of uh, the amount of places that Skyrim is available now and it was Skyrim for Amazon Echo um, it was hilarious I love Keegan-Michael Key and like overall it was just a very like very fun press conference um, on the good pizza scale here at Jedi Dropouts Productions uh, I'm gonna give that I'm gonna give it 7 slices yeah Seven slices out of eight. This was a fucking great press conference. Uh, they hit all the right marks. They they appealed to anyone who has ever been a f- fan of a Bethesda game, I think. I, I think if, if you've ever enjoyed anything Bethesda has done, they, you, you know, they, they appealed to you. They A lot of fan service here. Um, so yeah, seven slices out of eight for Bethesda. And that wraps up the Bethesda E3 press conference review. Uh, thanks again for listening. Really appreciate that. Um, and you can check out other episodes of Jedi Dropouts, Final Form, or any other of these E3 press conference reviews I'm going to be recording over at www.jedidropouts.podbean.com uh, or wherever you wherever you listen to your podcast, really. And over on Twitter, I mentioned earlier, uh, I'm going to be live-tweeting a ton of these press conferences uh, at Shenanigandoff. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I can't wait to see what else we get to see, uh, in, in the pr- press conferences coming today. I think Square Enix is the next one. We got, uh, Sony coming up. Sony is the big one. I just bought a PS4 this week, so, uh, hopefully some good stuff there. Uh, thanks again for listening, and as always, don't forget to drop out later. <laughs>